wah, wah, wah. We're doing a throwback to the good, the bad, the ugly. This week, this episode, Kyle and Sean break down El Camino, the 2019 film that focuses on Jesse Pinkman as we continue to break down the Breaking Bad franchise. So stay tuned and check us out. We'll be with you soon. Alright, Kyle, welcome back to a little check-in side, I don't know, this isn't technically an official force-fed, because it's not sci-fi, but this is a little side piece, as I said, in part one, with Breaking Bad, as Chris is away, we're going to do a little Breaking Bad franchise. So, El Camino, happy to have you on here, Kyle. Happy to be back, it's, uh, it's always a fun time. Absolutely, great to have you, as we said in Breaking Bad first part we're gonna do el camino because this is a sequential order el camino a breaking bad movie came out in 2019 and focuses on jesse pinkman i didn't i actually didn't realize it was a uh, three years old already yeah yeah I and I, I didn't know that it's a uh so this is i guess a brief synopsis this film serves as a sequel and epilogue to the television series breaking bad According to Wikipedia.com, it continues the story of Jesse Pinkman, who partnered with former teacher Walter White throughout the series to build a crystal meth empire based in Albuquerque. So this episode is essentially just what happens to him, because at the end of Breaking Bad, the finale, we just see Walter White freeze Jesse Pinkman from like the neo-Nazi hick meth guys. But all we see is Jesse like does a nod to Walt, and then he gets in the car, bursts through the gate, and we just hear him like yelling and screaming as he's free. Yeah, you see him drive away screaming, which that was my question that I had to when I had finished Breaking Bad. I had asked Sean, I go, so wait, like, you know, obvious spoilers from Breaking Bad. You know, we had on our previous episode, I'll say it again here for spoilers. If you haven't seen it, Dad, go check them all out. Decent, not bad at all. But like, Walt obviously, you know, dies at the end. So then, but all you saw was Jesse get in a car after him and Walt have their final exchange and Jesse bursts through the gate because the the gate because the cops are coming, and he just drives away screaming. And then you never see him again. So like before, I had I was told to watch El Camino after, but before I had watched it when Breaking Bad officially ended, I remember I texted you. I think I might have texted one or two other friends, and I was like, so before this movie came out, <laughs> y'all weren't like, what happened to Jesse? I'm like, there was six years between Breaking Bad ending and El Camino. So that's what I was like to me. I was like. They didn't wrap up anything. I'm like, I think they forgot or something. Because I was like, when I finished Breaking Bad, I was like, wait, so everyone's arc gets concluded. But Jesse just drives angry. I was like, what? Drive angry. Yeah, yeah. Just like the movie. That was him. Well, this, I guess this film, well, is directed and written by Vince uh, Gilligan. You know, the same people that did the series. And this came out in 2019. I guess it did get a theatrical release. Oh, but it, it did. It didn't make that much. It only made like forty thousand, like forty k, and its budget was like a little bit more than six million. So it, it essentially was like a flop. But oh, it was it also was, it was a limited. Okay, because yeah. I'm looking at it right here on Rotten Tomatoes, and it did say the release date for streaming was October 11th, 2019, mm-hmm. and it was the same for theaters, but it was a very limited showing in theaters. So I think they knew. That it wasn't going to probably generate that much in theaters. But they still tried, obviously, to just probably make a little more money. Yeah. And, uh, well, it doesn't look like it worked. Well, apparently, though, like, when the series ended initially, he wanted it to be ambiguous for Jesse. 
whether he got caught by the cops or killed or got away. But I guess as the years passed, Gilligan toyed with different approaches and he had some different ideas, what, what he was thinking of doing. And then he finally decided, you know, um, to make the movie. And he wasn't sure. Initially, this movie was a short 15, 20 minute thing. But then I guess he decided to make it a future, like a feature long film. Vince did? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I don't blame him. Aaron Paul was a great actor. I thought he was excellent as Jesse, like conveying the human emotions. He's not a terrible actor at all. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, regardless of what we said when we talked about Breaking Bad, about how there was very frustrating parts with Jesse. I I did like the humanistic side that Aaron Paul brought for Jesse because like, yeah, he was frustrating when he was a druggie or like on meth or even when he was coming clean with, from everything and like his decision-making. But at the same time you have to look at it. It's like, I mean, those are real, very real world situations and like decisions he would make in those situations. It's like, I can't get mad about that. Like he did a great job for what he was given. Oh yeah. And he, he crushed it. I mean, and with this movie, I think it's very well acted. It is about two hours long. Um, and it kind of just goes into like what happened with Jesse, you know, and, and, and initial, you know, in the film, we do see cameos. It opens up with Jonathan Banks as Mike Ehrman Trout, who is murdered in the Breaking Bad series. You know, we get to see flashbacks of, um, I believe Jane, the actress that plays Jane, I don't think uh O'Brien Cranston he's, You don't see An- Andrea, right? She isn't in there, correct? Uh I'm looking. No, I don't believe so. But there is like his father, Adam Pinkman, shows up, you know. You get the Jesse uh Plemons, who plays Todd, that you didn't like. You oh, know, that's he right. okay. um he's in this, you know, he's pretty prominent. The actress that plays Jane is Kirsten Ritter. Um, we get to see Charles Baker, who plays Skinny Pete, uh, Matt Jones, who plays Badger from the original series, and then one of my favorite actors um, who is past, Robert Forrester. He plays Ed Galbraith, and he's the vacuum gotcha. uh, cleaner store owner, who I thought is excellent. Cause, so the point why I bring up Ed is he makes people disappear for like 250 grand. He, but But it's a one-time deal for anyone like you do it one time and they because they make it clear in breaking bad that like you could you have to call like the vacuum store that he owns which is a legitimate vacuum cleaner store Mm -hmm. but like on the back of the card if you're trying to disappear for only certain people you have to ask for a very specific vacuum with like the filter and the bag like it's like 15 words or something and then he'll just say you know bring 250 to this spot and you have to be on time and if you're even a minute late he he will drive away and then if you ever call that number again he will not answer you and i thought that was actually really cool and i liked him like for that small bits in the show and the movie we got him i was like this guy's awesome he's awesome robert he's i don't know how he does it though either he makes people disappear and sets them up with like (laughs) think about that he would have to get them a new name new social security number everything would have to get wiped clean and reset up and you'd have to like do it all i don't know how he does it he somehow does it for jimmy and then he does it for uh, jesse and walt 
Oh, and Walt. That's yeah. right, and Walt. And he's done it in the past for other people, too. It's not like these mm-hmm. are his first three. He's been doing this. I mean, the guy in the show, what do you think he, how old do you think in the show he is supposed to be, like, in his 70s, probably? Yeah, 60s, yeah. 70s. So he's probably been doing this for at least, you gotta think, Walt. maybe 10, at least 10 years. So it's like, but how is he doing it? Like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I wish we would have gotten a little backstory yeah. on him. Like, was he ex, like... CIA did he had to have worked in the government or know someone mm-hmm. or something like he's a mystery so that's why I kind of liked him I'm I like, like we that. don't know anything about this guy and he's it's kind of awesome he's too. a badass because yeah uh, I love this series one of my favorite parts in this movie is when uh, Jesse brings the money to him but he's short and then Ed's not budget like he goes he goes to the vacuum cleaner throws down the money Ed counts and he's like you're short Eight, eight grand, right? Eight grand like short, ten grand. I can't remember the exact number. And then he's like, get out, you know? Come back, and Jesse's like, come on. And he's trying to plead him, then he calls the cops. And Jesse doesn't think he calls the cops. But he sure enough called the cops on Jesse. He's like, grab your bag. And then he lies to the cops, you know? And you see with him that he's, like, not this cold-hearted He's guy. actually, he's a, he's a he, human. He's a human being, but he has his rules. Like we see in this in this series with many of these prominent characters, they have a strict rules that they live by, and that's they it. Got they got their they moral code. Budge. Exactly. And overall, um, I like the, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I was curious about what happened to Jesse, because I, I, Jesse, like you said, very frustrating character, but... I didn't hate him in the series, um, and I was very curious about what happened. Like, because you don't really get to see how he was treated too much by the neo Nazis. You see his face like all messed up, scarred, and so it was kind of interesting to see him come. Well, I mean, he was out of there. He was also forced to cook meth for them though, because like yeah. they were originally like, you know, oh, we want because Walt hired them, and he's like, I want to kill Jesse. And then once they don't, because they the the leader John, I can't remember his name, his uncle, but he or Jack, Uncle Jack, that's what it was. He realizes, yeah, we could kill this kid and get you know a couple million, mm-hmm. or we capture this kid and force him to cook exactly the same thing for us, and we just keep the empire going. Because and that's what he did. But he kept him as like a slave, and he chained him up, got him the exact specs, the exact everything from when they cooked with Gus. Just on a smaller scale, and I was like, "That's I was like, that's crazy." And but it was brutal. Like they treated him like a dog. I mean, they kept him in a what was that in a giant lockbox that was in the ground essentially, oh and it was like it was like ten feet tall, so he couldn't just climb up and grab it. He had to like jump and stack stuff. It was it was brutal. And they had I'll that give it that scene with the mechanic or the um the the iron worker where they make Jesse run back and forth. Right, where he's just like hurting oh, himself, yeah. he's running and throwing himself to try and show that it's loose or not. Because it's like a steel cable that's yeah. like on a sliding track so he can get everywhere in to cook, but so he can't escape. Yep. And, they and it's high think. enough so he can't reach it, and they make sure they have nothing that he can cut the steel cable. But the guy's like, I think it needs more support because if he keeps running back and forth, it'll break. And they force him, like you said, to do it. And then they realize, then he proves that it, yeah, it would have broken if he... You know, they needed to test it, and it's just, Jesse does get treated like an animal. Like, you do you do sympathize with him. Oh, yeah. And I do think, like, so the thing with Vince and his series, and I don't hate it, um, it's interesting. Because, like, in the age of, in the period that we are in now with movies and television, there's de-aging and CGI. And with Vince, he doesn't 
de-age any of his actors because as like it, we see in Better Call Saul, even in this with Todd, the actor that played Todd when he filmed the Breaking Bad series for this movie, he was like really happy because it was like six years after he did the Breaking. Oh, Bad. he gained. He had to so put he, on at least twenty kinda, pounds. He, he had a belly. And whereas, so it doesn't really line up if you're looking for quote unquote continuity in terms of appearance of the actors. He looks older. He's got a belly, even though he's playing a period of Todd during the Breaking Bad series. Same thing with Better Call Saul. Like the actor that plays Gus, Mike, they all look older. They're a little bit heavier. But supposed to be before Breaking Bad. But I do also appreciate Vince for not caring. Because the point, and it doesn't, I don't think it takes away from like the movie or anything. The fact that they look a little bit older. Yeah, because people, people might get, some some critics and people who are huge and that stuff might get mad. But at the same time, it's like, who cares? Like, that's yeah. not why we're, we're not here to look at someone and be like, oh man, Mike has one extra wrinkle on his forehead, but this is supposed to be <laughs> 10 years earlier. It's like, if you're looking at that, dude, you, you don't watch movies then. Like, you're watching this for the wrong reasons. Like, we're here for the story and the characters. We're not... It's a... Uh, Toxic It's like the joke um, that Harrison Ford made about the Star Wars movie. Because when Mark Hamill said it, what was it? A New Hope when they're in the, they're in the trash compactor and they're trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Mark Hamill even said in an interview, he's like... He, he voiced to Harrison Ford back in the day, like, shouldn't I have, like, dirt and schmutz and all this stuff in my hair and on my face and we should be dirty and then harrison ford was like kid if they're looking at your hair or like your face for that and not paying attention to what's going on he's like we're not going anywhere with this movie and i'm like <laughs> that's how i feel about that like if you're looking for that it's like why do you care that much about one small thing like it does break immersion now if the person definitely goes from being like skinny and tone and muscular to being a little more heavy set or they didn't have a beard and they have this big burly beard or yeah. their hair's different. It's a or, little crazy. Or something like if it's something crazy, yeah. But if it's something small like yeah. a couple wrinkles or a little less hair from aging, like I mean it's no big deal. It's not a it shouldn't be a deal breaker. And I think, you know, with that with Todd, it wasn't too bad big of a problem for me. Um I don't I, I thought it was okay exploring Todd. Like his character though to me was very like, in American culture, we love sociopaths, psychopaths, and serial killers. And so I guess with this film, that's why a lot of people like like the audience. Like, fans of the show really like Todd. Hmm. Because okay. they thought his character was interesting, being this cold-hearted killer that was also very charming and, and could murder someone, but then two seconds later, like, hold you and be like, it's okay, you know? Okay, time and, out. First of all, who thought that this man was a good character and charming? I saw a this lot guy. Of the audience. How people, like, fans love I him. Watched the show, and I just I, I thought he was bland and tasteless. Like <laughs> he was just there as the muscle. Like yeah. I thought he was gonna die within two episodes. Like I can't even lie. I was like, okay. Like I just thought he was there to be the big guy, like the extra muscle. And yeah. then like he kept sticking around, and I'm like, okay, this guy isn't really getting explored. We don't hear much dialogue. He just kills and he's, someone he's just and then there. goes back to the, you know, Jesse is like, it's okay. This is your fault. Don't worry. You know, and that didn't feel comforting to me. I just was like, it felt awkward. I would have been like, who are you? Get away from <laughs> How me. can you show empathy if you don't believe in empathy? You know, he's if you're a sociopath, it. I know. And then, so I don't know. It was okay. Like it was kind of, I don't know. Like he killed the um, housekeeper in this, right? And then he's like, you want some soap? How about some soup? And he just left her sitting in the middle of the floor. Let's, let's make you some soup. 
you know, and he's, I got one can left of uh, a bacon and whatever. He's I'm like, not- he's like, I'll give it to you if you want. And I'm just sitting there like this, that whole scene. I was just like, yeah. to me, this wasn't interesting. It was yeah. just, that was awkward. It was just weird. And Jesse's standing in the middle of the kitchen looking at this, the sweetest old lady, because Todd even says nicest old lady. She didn't really speak much English. But whatever you needed done, she was a great blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, so and then I killed kill her. her. Yeah. And then I killed her because she found my money. I know. In it's... one of my books. And she was asking questions. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you just say, oh, I pulled money out of my savings and I keep it around the house just in case? Because it's not like she found $8 million. It was what, like hundred grand, maybe? And I'm just like, <laughs> come on, dude. But like, in, I was just, I don't know. I didn't feel an attachment to Todd. Yeah. I just felt sorry for Jesse. Yeah, me too. Because he was around him. I'm like, I don't even like, get this guy away from me. Like, like, you, like. Because he I, was around him. He was just weird. Like, I was like, man, people like this guy? Like, yeah. I get, I get if people liked like Uncle Jack, like the Nazi, like the bad guy. I'm like, because yeah. they, they hype him up every time he's on screen. He's just this badass guy that'll just kill anyone he doesn't care as long as he gets paid i'm like all right he's your stereotypical villain but todd's just like yeah this is my uncle jack he's cool Uh, excuse me there's a boy walking across boom he didn't deserve to die but he knew too much and it's just like and i'm like i'm like todd you talk too much just just kill people and don't talk like then i would have been fine with him but i just i don't know he's just awkward to me is what i can say about him i agree um i was more interested with after jesse got out of like the neo-nazis and like what he was going to do after so like oh, him, okay him going to the house and like opening the fridge and discovering the money was interesting to well me. searching everywhere first he tore that everything cool. apart he destroyed that apartment i thought that was cool oh i love that I, scene. I liked the fake cops i thought that was kind of cool it was a good twist it was a good twist um him murdering the cops with like the shoot off was a little but i mean he had to get the money he had to get away somehow so I didn't mind it, um, but it wasn't needed for me. It wasn't necessary. Like the only thing I will give about that, get away, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I liked about the scene with the the fake cops or whatever the five guys is how he challenged him to a shoot off. Mm-hmm. They had the guns at his hip, and then he just shoots him with the one in his pocket. I can't lie, I love that. That scene. was that awesome. That made me laugh. I was just like, because I knew, because I saw him hold two guns before he went there. And I was like, when I saw him only have one that he was going to pull, I go, he's got the other one in his pocket waiting to kill him. And the guy has no idea. So, like, I knew it was coming, but it was still awesome to see. But, like, again, the action scenes were great. I didn't think those fake guys needed to be there. Like, I think if he would have just paid him off Mm -hmm. and then, you know, that's it. Like, instead of just killing them all and all that stuff. Like, I mean, I get it. They needed to have some form of an antagonist. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I get it, but to me, I don't know. It just felt like the neo-Nazis in season five of Breaking Bad. I was like, they aren't really necessary, but I guess. There's nothing else we can do because we already spent four seasons building up these And you guys. killed everyone and, off. And so Literally it's, it's everyone from the main series is dead. I know. That is a main character. So I was like, all right, I'll, they, I'll accept it. I mean, they tried some characterization, right? They showed that Jesse knew him from when... You know, they went to the neo-Nazis to build the, you know, the steel iron worker. I mean, that was, you know, it, it was fair. Um, some characterization. I did like seeing Badger, you know, and... Badger and Skinny, Skinny Pete. Pete. Those yeah. guys were cool. Well, because, cool. so, so my, I actually really did not care for Badger. Oh, yeah. Until, like, 
the, near the end of the series when like he wasn't he didn't get as much screen time and when he was on screen he wasn't like blazed all the time he was actually kind of rational and like a normal person like i didn't mind him at the end but every time he was on screen i hated him and skinny yeah. pete i just thought he was hilarious oh yeah because he was a skinny little drug dealer but he had <laughs> connections with everyone because he was in jail yeah so i thought he was funny i was he like was. all right cool and then when he comes back when they both come back in the movie they're both like clean and rational which was hilarious from the aa that they mm-hmm. went as a joke oh yeah <laughs> they both got clean i know and skinny pete's like Man, we're on, I'm on step four, brother. I can't go back. And Jesse's like, what are you guys kidding me right now? And he's like, he's like, nah, brother. He goes, I'm taking it serious. I'm clean right now. I thought Skinny Pete was hilarious. He was great. And then in the movie, I did like it. Like how Skinny Pete gives him his hat. Yeah. I thought that was cool because you always saw him wearing it and he never took it off. Yeah. And at the end, he's like, you know what? Dude, you need this. And I was like, okay, You're cool. my hero, man. I'm like, yeah, that blew me away. I was like, wow, okay. So cool. I was like, that was cool. And then he gave him the car, his car, and he's like, man, I always wanted this car. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is cool. So I was like, I was fine with them. No yeah. complaints from them. It was a cool ending for those guys. And, you know, like seeing Jesse with his parents, you knew that they were with the DEA. And, and I like that, that he threw them, you know, yep. and was able to get in the house and everything. It wasn't bad. I don't think the movie was terrible. Oh, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't trash. It wasn't like, no. oh, I'd never watch this again or delete it from my memory. It was, but it well was just, done. To me, it was, it was. I mean, a semi-satisfying, it was a, yeah. it was a satisfying ending for Jesse. It was fine. I just, I don't think it was like amazing. I mean, it's a movie. It's a good finale for a character. But as I said to you before, I don't think it needed to exist. I think they could have fitted in an episode mm-hmm. of Jesse leaving i mean i yeah. would I, I could have seen that but they made a movie fine but i just don't think the movie was totally necessary yeah i mean he he, he finally got away yep. you know he's in alaska he changed his name he was able to pay ed and i mean i didn't care for the ending with like jane <laughs> and oh, like and they how, showed her like like uh, like how, walking on the street or something like yeah, that or, well, in the car in, they're in the car together driving off and well, me, that was all a memory so i was just like i just didn't think like i don't know i just feel like jane jesse could do so much better john and, he did do better he had andrea and I think, and again you know, that was the big problem i had though with the movie is why did they focus on jane when Jesse was even happier with Andrea and they showed it on screen, like mm-hmm. his worry for Brock when Brock was in the hospital, he almost killed Walt and was, he was going psycho because he cared for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's where I think they just, if they would have just flipped it, take Jane out of the equation and for the end of breaking bad and for El Camino and make it be Andrea and Brock. I, and like have him picture like a happy family, like going on vacation or something like, yeah, it's a Hollywood ending. I think it would have been better though, because like yeah. I just love the, they built up Andrea for what two seasons and then boom, write her off. She's dead. Never even name Murdered. dropped again. And Jane, who was only in season two, gets brought back for season five and the movie. I was like, I, eh, I don't understand why. He just always loved her because he felt that it was his fault, which it was his fault for her dying. Yeah, you know it was his. But fault. it was also his fault for Andrea dying too. It was because he could have gotten out. Yeah. He had he had the chances to get free. To wash his hands of the business, get out, and free them, or just not get involved with them. He had both chances. Yeah. Because he was just trying to sell her drugs in the in the beginning. I, and then he got too attached, and I mean, I get why Jesse they... Jesse is like Walt. 
they, they're very similar. They're like magnets where they everyone that they come in contact with something they cause bad happens. chaos. Yep. Yep. Something bad will happen to them if you come in contact with them for more than like one time. Very similar to Jimmy and Kim. Yep. Which we will talk about soon. We will talk about Better Call Saul as well. But this one, just El Camino. Just El Camino. And, you know, it was okay. I wouldn't have minded seeing him like drive but I mean it was okay. You know, like, it wasn't bad. It was I, a satisfying ending to his character arc. Is there anything else? Because <laughs> I feel like this movie was pretty clear-cut. Like, I mean, it was simple. It was very basic, which is why I say it's fine. I don't think it's amazing. Like, it didn't... For me, it didn't do anything to, like, set it like, wow, this was a wild ride. Like, it wasn't a wild ride watching it. It was just, to me, it was like... It, it was like watching just subpar movies. Like, I was like, eh, hey, you know, I could take it or leave it, have it as background noise, and you look at it, look away, you're not really missing anything if you've seen the shows. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, it was fine, but I wouldn't put it anywhere high. Like, I guess, do you have anything else to add? I mean, ratings, didn't it get like a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I think if I remember right, because I just had it pulled up, it got a 92 by Critics. And an 81 by audiences, which is significantly lower than oh, yeah. Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. But again, those are long running five to seven year TV shows versus a two hour movie. Yeah. So it's different. Like if they made if Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad were like one or two movies, who knows if the ratings would be as high as they were. And I don't think, you know, I don't think it was bad. Like we said, you know, it, it was an epilogue for Jesse. You know, what happened to him? He survives. And he goes off and is free in Alaska. He's the only one of the cast that that is lives. Free. Well, that lives. Yeah. Like, like Walt's dead. Mike's dead. Gus is dead. Everyone's Todd's dead. dead. Who else is alive? The neo Nazis are dead. Other than like Skyler, Walter White Jr. Well, and, and well, that was also my other gripe with the show is what really happened to them? Because remember, what can you tell me? Like after Walt Jr. is threatened, after they try to kill Walt, yeah, and then. Walt reaches out and tries to give Walt Jr. money and he cusses him out over the phone. Then Walt gives the money to Elliot and his wife to give to them mm-hmm. to pay for everything. And that's it. That that's is the it. last time they get mentioned. So I'm like, well, did Skyler move out of the state, move out of the country? Skyler, Walt- she, with Walt telling her the location of Hank's body and then Gomez's body, yeah. she was able to tell that to the feds and then that, like, she was able to get off. Like she didn't, yeah. She, she didn't wasn't go in to trouble. jail. Yeah. She wasn't in trouble. But that's she, my question: is then what happened? Did she forever, the rest of her life, works, finish raising well, the daughter? Well, what happened to the car wash too? Did they? Did that get go under? Yeah. Did oh, it? Yeah. Did it? Did she still live in Albuquerque to no, maintain I think that? She left, did she? She's in a trailer home when Walt comes back to find her, and then he sees his daughter, and he's like, oh, "Can I see her one last time?" Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. So, you're right. I forgot about that. So they just like. Are off, they get the money. And- they kind of gloss over them real quick, like a quick little snippet. They're just like, hey, they have money. They're here. They're happier without you. Okay, bye. We're cutting away. And so that's kind of, you know, that's what I mean. It's like, it's a bow for Jesse. I can see why fans were kind of 81% because it's like it's good, but it doesn't really add too much to Jesse. I think I, just, I think it's nothing crazy happens. I mean, some stuff happens to him, and yeah, he does kill someone, but... I mean, it's just nice to see him happy for once. Yeah, he actually achieves, like, well, we think is happy. Because, again, he's reminiscent about Jane a lot and maybe Andrea. So it's just like, is he really happy? I mean, 
We think so. You like to think so because that's what's probably implied. But he's like the only one that gets free. And he has money. He has his freedom. He's clean slate. Yeah. Essentially. So he can live his life, do whatever he wants. And it's like, I like that. And I enjoy that. Like, I'm glad one character got a happy ending. That was actually, like, a good character in the show. So I'm like, yeah, I can't complain about it. Like, What, What would you rate it? So... If we were just, we'll start, if I was just doing stars, I mean, if I was given, like, out of five stars, I mean, this is a solid, like, three, three and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I wouldn't give it a four, because it's not, like, I wouldn't put it as a great movie. It's it's, it's decent to good. Three, three and a half, about, you know, around there. If I had to give it, you know, according to your guys' rating scale for force-fed sci-fi, I would put it as, you know, it's one of those that would be, like, a wood watch, but, like, It'd be one of those I'd watch if I was ever going to watch all the series again, just to see them all again. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if it pops up after a couple of years and not see them, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that movie, but have it on in, like, the background. I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to watch it, though. Okay. What about you? How do you feel? Stars, you know, your guys' rating? The what do you whole think? nine yards. I would put it as, I think, I'd do it about three and a half, four. It's okay. a decent... Um, decent watch? Decent watch. I'd definitely recommend it if you like the series. You know, and you want to see what happens to Jesse. Um, I put it between like a wood watch and a wood own. Um, like we said, there's a lot of good moments. There's a lot of fun, interesting moments that happen. Um, but it's kind of like, is it really necessary? Couldn't this have just been like another quick episode? You or even half an episode? Half an episode. You didn't really need to. I don't think you needed two hours for it. A lot of it did feel like filler. Yeah. You know, um, but... It fleshed out more stuff to Jesse and who he was and his struggle and getting away. So, wasn't bad. Nice return to say goodbye to characters you loved, but I mean, it is what it is. I I don't hate it, but I don't necessarily love it. It's yeah. all right. That's it kind of nothing. Nothing perfect, yeah. but but not horrible. No, it's no it's no, okay. No chance horrible. It's okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's what I would do for it. Yeah, I and, mean, hey, I yeah, pretty much the same as me, so you know, I I can agree with that. Too easy. Well, I'm excited, Kyle. That that wraps up El Camino. Ooh. A little quick. Uh, I mean, this is a little quick, easy episode for you for El Camino. Um, and so to continue on. Oh yeah, one quick thing before we move on. I did want to ask you. Yes. How did you feel? because so, you watched El Camino last. Yes, I watched it all in order with everything in order. Do you think it was the satisfactory epilogue? Like for just Jesse or yeah, just in general? For for everything, for the whole series. Again, I thought it I it didn't bother me at all. I mean, I thought it was fine. It was uh, obviously it was the worst of the three, but you're okay. comparing a move a 2-hour movie to shows that were running for 5 to 7 years. Yeah. So that's tough competition. That's that's really tough and especially if it's a single movie, the only way that movie's beating them is if it's like out of this world. So Unfortunately, it was the worst of the three, but that's not saying it's a bad one. Um, I thought it was satisfactory for Jesse, but as we said, I think it could have been summed up in, like, make the final episode. Because you've seen shows that have done that. Like, I know Stranger Things did that with season four. Mm. Every episode was, like, an hour and a half-ish, and the final episode of season four was, like, two and a half hours. Okay. I think they could have done, like, an hour and a half episode for the final episode and just squeeze that movie into 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you could just take out the bad guys like i mean i would have been fine even if jesse just gets his money and just gets away and that's it like i could have been fine with that cut out all the violence 
and all that like yeah. or just have him go to todd's just get all the money and get away like well, you didn't have to introduce the antagonist but it's because they made a movie they had to bring in they but they didn't to. that's what i'm saying they could have i would have been way fine with it if it would have just been at the end of the show just a nice simple wrap up it wouldn't have been like ruin the show for me or anything i would have been fine with it yeah so that's how i feel it could have just been at the end but, but you know it exists wanted, so it's not bad they wanted to end breaking bad with walter white smiling and you look know, at falling over yeah. dad looking up which totally fine with that poetic <laughs> yeah. you know it's it is what it is they wanted to end it poetically well too easy this is uh well that's it for el camino el el camino so our last episode that we'll review is better call saul uh stay tuned Kyle, always appreciative of having you on here. Always a pleasure to be on the show. And once again, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, Forcefed Sci-Fi, if you like this, you can check us out at forcefedsci-fi.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, tons of other streaming services where you get your music and podcast listening. Check us out on Twitter and write, subscribe, send us an email for what you want us to review next time. From the Force Fed Sci Fi team, we will see you next time.